Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Leland Baptist with Commercial Finance, and we are sponsored, of course, by Lee Chandler. Just want to go ahead and introduce myself, and let's get started with this episode. All right, everyone, here's something that I think everyone should pay attention to. Now, normally, as you guys know, commercial finance is primarily for commercial investors, okay? Or uh, investors, real estate investors, and so forth. Today, we're going to talk about something that I believe everyone can relate to, whether you are a real estate investor or just simply a homeowner, okay? Now, in 2014, there's been a creep up, and, and, it, and let, me, let me back up a little bit. In the early 2000s, we all know about the, the real estate crash that took place in uh, 2008-2009 or 2007-2008. Uh, we are all aware of how that affected the economy and so forth. One of the biggest things about that is that that was a nutshell really of mortgage debt. And in addition to that, something that you guys should be aware of is the ability to have a second mortgage or a second lien or sometimes even a third lien or lien on someone's house. Every Monday we look at various papers and one of the papers we look at we look at is a local paper here um, in Indianapolis. It's called the Recorder. If you guys don't know anything about the Recorder, uh, we'll definitely put a link in the show notes so you guys can actually access it. We actually have a really cool training that shows you exactly how to use it, but that's not what, what this uh, episode is about. And this episode is really about is the fact that a second mortgage, which is often used in the early 2000s to purchase properties, is sometimes an ability to sup- supplement someone's equity injection. Equity injection just means that if I want to go ahead and buy a property uh, as an investment, normally a lender to be primary on the loan or to be first position, they want you to have a 30%, maybe 20% or so forth um, equity injection, or in other words, a down payment. Now, uh, before the mortgage crisis, a lot of people would do what's called a seller carryback or take on the second mortgage and so forth, so that the person who was actually buying the property had less of an equity injection that they had to, uh, to take on. That in itself gave a little irritation when it came to the mortgage fallout. As you can, as, as you can think of it, um, whoever is in a second position, they are least likely to, uh, to really take any benefit in, in the event that the house goes into foreclosure or the property alone, commercial or residential goes into foreclosure. So that lien is already valued on the markets at a super, super, super high discount. Okay. So for example, if you're buying an investment property that's worth a hundred thousand dollars, um, you need $20,000 down payment, but you end up, you end up getting a second mortgage or qualify for a second mortgage to where you now you only need maybe $10,000 down instead of 20. Um, so you have two loans. One loan is the 80%, one loan is the 10%. Well, the likelihood that the 10% loan is going to get paid fully and also receive its entire principal of that 10, 10% is very rare. So much so that recently in our commercial uh, markets, what has actually happened is that second mortgage holders are rarely, only about 12% are receiving their payments of interest and principal. 
most of them are only receiving interest payments only. Okay. Now from an investor, you may say, well, Hey man, that's great. I'm only going to get, I'm only sending in interest payments, but here's the deal. Much like your credit card where you have 18 months of interest only. Okay. What will happen eventually after that 18 month period is that your rates will skyrocket. Likewise, for the second mortgage holders who are only paying that of interest, and it could be 5%, it could be 3%, who knows, depending on depending what it's looking like. Because guys, here's the deal. It's looking like we're going back to subprime. I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you the truth. It looks like we're going back to subprime. And the interest rates right now, they are, they are, they are increasing from the Fed. So if you really believe that your interest rate um, or your interest-only credit card or your interest-only car payment or your interest-only house payment or interest-only secondary mortgage is going to stay interest-only, you're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself. You're not serious. You can't be serious. Okay? Um, So what's happening is as those interest rates increase, it's causing more and more people... um, to potentially lose their homes. What you don't know is that a second mortgage can actually force, accelerate, or initiate a foreclosure process for the entire asset. And that's a a dangerous part that most people are, are unaware of. As a matter of fact, in the last couple years, we've seen a reset, okay? We've seen a $30, excuse me, $30 billion reset in home equity lines. Then the following year, which is that of 2017, we saw a $53 billion reset for home equity lines. This year, right now, I'm talking mid-March, we're not even mid-year yet, we have have home equity lines reset of $100 and $11 billion as of right now in 2018. Huge. Now, you may be saying, what's the big deal? You know, I have a home equity line of credit, blah, blah, blah. And here's what I want you to know. Your home equity line of credit, I want you to think about this. Think about the name, home equity line of credit. Earlier, I mentioned that most credit cards have what? Interest only payments. Okay, that's one word we should think about. Credit. Second word in this, home. Home. Majority of Americans who own homes have what's called a mortgage. All right. So let's take the average home and and therefore the average mortgage. The The average mortgage and the average home. Think about home equity. So now we know that the home has to have some kind of equity. All right. Boom. Let's just say this. Let's say the average home in the United States is, is worth a quarter of a million dollars. And let's just say, we keep it simple, that the average loan is $200,000. All right? That means that the equity there is $50,000. All right? So far, so good. So we have equity of $50,000. And you have a primary mortgage. Let's say it's with Wells Fargo. And then let's say Wells Fargo, PNC Bank, Chase, etc. 
wants to give you a home equity line of credit or a HELOC. That HELOC is a second mortgage because it's, going, it's, it's, it's a mortgage or it's a loan or it's a line of credit that is built off of your equity. So if we're looking at a capital stack, your primary mortgage, Wells Fargo, will be at the bottom as, as position number one. And then position number two would be your HELOC, the home equity line, line of credit. Most of them are low interest rates, but they're not constant. They're variable, they are variable rates. And as a matter of fact, most of them are high in collateralization, which that's what makes it almost, uh, well, that's what makes most of them worth less because their their collateral structure is 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 over leveraged okay when these rates increase dramatically we've seen case studies where we've had clients unfortunately where uh it's increased up to eight hundred dollars a month okay if you're used to paying let's say twelve hundred dollars for your mortgage each and every month and it's it's auto it's an auto draft every month. Then one month, all of a sudden, it becomes two thousand. Then the following month, it becomes twenty five hundred, and then it, it steadily increases. That's something to be aware of. So here's the deal: if you have a HELOC, if you have a home equity line of credit, if you had that home equity line of credit longer than ninety days. You really should be thinking about an exit strategy, an exit plan, okay? You are going to have to reposition. You're going to have to reposition. And I suggest you, you reach out to a professional. We can reach our, we can re, you can reach out to our firm or someone else, but you have to think about this and be very, very wise. You have to think about this, okay? Now... Here's how serious this is, in case anyone's wondering, you know, well, I haven't heard anything about it. I don't know how serious this is. Listen, listen closely. Citibank, excuse me, Citibank Group or Citigroup has increased their reserves on its nearly $20 billion in home equity lines. And they have acknowledged that the reset payment shocks for borrowers will be a major challenge. What does that mean in nice terms? Is that Citigroup and other bank banking institutions are aware that majority of Americans, because here, you think about this, think about this way. The housing market all across the United States has increased. It's increased, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say dramatically, but in certain areas it has, it has increased dramatic, uh, dramatically. Uh, areas such as like Indiana or the Midwest, those areas are actually the most stable in the United States. The Midwest is the most stable stable for real estate right now. Coastal regions have exploded. I mean, I mean exploded. Whether you are in uh, southern part or southeast part, like Georgia, Florida, uh, California, especially, these areas have exploded. And w- most people are most people still own their homes and they still owe a mortgage they have more equity now and what what do they do they just go ahead and get the equity out by getting a loan that's why the heloc was widely promoted 
Okay? So here's what's happening. Other banks are gathering reserves. Why are they gathering reserves? Because the moment someone... It does not matter if you can pay your primary mortgage with Wells Fargo in our example. What matters is if you, if you can pay your, your, your loan with Wells Fargo, but you can't pay your secondary mortgage with, uh, let's say, PNC Bank... PNC Bank will force will will file or force or initiate a foreclosure. When they initiate that foreclosure, the primary lien holder, in our example, who is Wells Fargo, has two options. Wells Fargo can can do what's called a kind of like a we we um, it's not repositioning. Trying to think of the the legal word for it or the, the financial word for it, but essentially. What they would do is if someone defaulted on their secondary mortgage, your bank would actually attempt to negotiate to buy the other loan. And that's only if that bank, secondary bank like PNC, is okay with Wells Fargo buying them, okay? If not, then Wells Fargo will have to foreclose, and they'll foreclose on you. They'll sue you, of course, Um, and then then... at that point, they'll have to split the equity for the property. Or PNC could offer to buy Wells Fargo's note at a discount. And so what Citigroup is doing right now and other banks, they're expecting homeowners to default on their second mortgages or their home equity lines of credit. And they are expecting that when they default, that they will be able to buy the mortgages on discounts that they're going to buy the mortgages on discount okay and then if worse in worst case scenario push comes to shove they will just force a foreclosure and then they will buy the asset back at a discounted rate so i beg you once again i'm telling you this as someone in the commercial commercial finance profession and as a private banker, and if you were my client, I would tell you this. If you own a home and you have a home equity line of credit, and that home equity line of credit has been active more than 90 days, you need to prepare to reposition and to gain an exit strategy point blank. That's it. Okay. So, Hey, hope you guys have enjoyed this and we'll talk to you guys in the next one. Have a good one. Bye. If you have a home equity line of credit, or if you have a secondary mortgage, now is a great time in the, in the commercial finance markets to reposition, reposition your assets. Okay. Now is a great time to reposition your assets, recalibrate, and please, 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 if you can, get out of your home equity line of credit before your rates explode.